WZZP, Hopkinsville, Clarksville, and Fort Campbell. It's time we lock the suit up and let Samantha Knight play whatever she wants. From the Carolinas to this side of the Mississippi, it's rock around the region on Z97.5. Everything that rocks.
on Z97.5 from Athens, Georgia. Low Water with Dark Divided getting things started tonight. That's from their album Voodoo. And they have just wrapped up touring with Blacktop Mojo. So in chill mode for a little bit. I'll let you know when they head back out again. I am Samantha Knight. Rock around the region being powered by 13 Daggers Tattoo and Body Piercing. Rocking hard on the boulevard. Coming your way tonight, part two of my conversation with the Nashville Christian Metal Outfit, The Grave Denial. Man, what a conversation it has been. So we're going to get more in with those fellas tonight. You're also going to hear from Taco Mouth, The Other L.A. Fever, and Three Minutes to Live, just to name a few. The gentleman in Goodbye June came by the Z97.5 studios the other day and uh, hung out for a while and played me their brand new song acoustically, though I'm not going to share it with you yet. I'm going to share the studio version with you. You will be able to get this on their brand new album, Community In, which drops on October 25th. Brand new from Goodbye June, anywhere the wind blows. It's on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. Sipping libations and I sneak a toke. Roll out my worries right out the window and I'll go anywhere the wind blows. It's overrated. It's all a joke. I'll go 
serving up the homegrown good stuff, and it's not even illegal. Eats rock around the region with Samantha Knight on C97.5. Everything that rocks.
Rock around the region on Z97.5. Out of Nashville, that is three minutes to live and knock me down. Big congratulations going out to three minutes to live as they were named the best hard rock and metal band at the NEMA Awards, the Nashville Independent Music Awards. So congratulations. Autumn Lies Buried was nominated for that as well. And, uh, you know, I heard from the band, they're like, well, three minutes to live won it, but we were so honored to be nominated. And I think that's a fantastic attitude. Here's a brand new tune from Autumn Lies Buried. It is called Last Ride. It's rock around the region on Z97.5. My fellow citizens, at this hour, American and coalition forces in the early stages of military operations to disarm Iraq, to defeat its people, and to defend the world from great danger. At the mercy of an outlaw regime, that threatens the peace with weapons of mass murder.
Southeast region without the fear of banjos. Each rock around the region with Samantha Knight on C975. Everything that rocks.
Rock around the region on Z97.5 out of Nashville, Tennessee. That is Taco Mouth. And a big congratulations going to that crew. Last Sunday night at the NAMI Awards in Nashville, they picked up two awards. One for the best punk rock band, and the other was for the best live rock performer. So congratulations to Taco Mouth. I am Samantha Knight, and as I've told you, the chance to sit down with the grave denial has been one of the most fascinating conversations I have had. Now, if you remember last week, we were getting to know a couple of the guys in the band, and we left off with frontman Steven, who has managed to overcome some darkness most wouldn't. All right, so I want to make sure I got my timeline right. So your daughter was 13 months when yeah. she passed away, and that, of course, is going to be the, the start of your downward spiral. Yeah, How much time had passed between the death of your daughter and the accident? Uh, almost son, a year. Almost a year. And by this point, had you already started into the drinking and the, yes, and the drugs yeah, and all of yeah, that? Because yeah. it was just like way too much for your brain to I process. Mean, for, from cocaine, black tar, heroin, everything. Oh, my Lord. And, uh, or the group that I was in at that time, Ashes of Scorn, uh, in between Ashes of Scorn and Our Struck, we were like really picking up steam. Right. And, um, yeah, it was just, it, I was getting out of hand. I was just throwing myself into the music, totally neglecting everything. my family, oh, everything, wow. yeah. and just music, 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 and then drugs. Dope. Drugs, just, drugs, drugs. Yeah, and I was like just feeding myself with it, and I, I just turned into an animal. How far after your son's accident then you said you you almost died at work? Uh, it was probably like four months later. Wow. Four months that is later. a lot to go through in a very short period yeah. of time. Yep. And everybody deals with things differently, but my God, like that that would make most people <laughs> break. Right. Yeah. Most people yeah. would break. So what, I guess I want to know then, because I'm nosy, at what <laughs> point then in your life did you hit your bottom and go, okay, that's it. I um, got to do something else. I had... Uh, I mean, how long were you in had, this darkness? I had started shooting. Uh, I had started hanging out. I had, a, I had a guitarist that, one of my guitarists, he had started shooting and... He had these people that he was hanging out with that shot too. So after hanging around with them for so long, we were we were selling and everything. We were so fully emerged in the life. I started shooting Oof. up with them. You know, I was like, "Hey, uh, you know, I want I want to shoot up." And they were like, "They were like, Are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure you want to do this?" And I said, "Yeah, yeah, I want to do it." So I started shooting, and um, one day I was just in the apartment. And I looked over everybody's, you know, on just for a second, we were all high. And I saw, like, these dark shadows dancing above each and everybody's right. head. And it was just like an eye-opening moment. And um, I took off. I freaked out, took off, wanted to, you know, go get clean. So came to Tennessee where my aunt and uncle live and um, got clean. But, it, like, as soon as I left, they got busted. Uh, cops raided. Wow. We, we had um, we had sold ecstasy to an undercover cop, and I had just left. And so those those dark things that you saw, that was definitely uh, whether you yeah. want to call it a demon, demon a shadow, yeah. or an aura. That, like everybody's spirits. got colors to their auras. Uh, wow. I mean, that was divine intervention like without it, question. Exactly. And I had been raised up, you know, my grandparents had prayed for us and prayed for us and prayed for us. And, you know, we knew we were doing wrong, but, you know, we were like just didn't living, care at that just point. living, didn't care, you know? Yeah. It's just, it was just one of those, I like the Lord let me have a glimpse at what was going on above, you know, like right. in the atmosphere, what was going on. And yeah, I took How off. How long have you been clean? Uh... I think it's now is about eight, nine years. That's fantastic. 
Good for you. That's Thank amazing. You. I mean, it's. I find it fascinating to to know because a lot of people get into that heroin, man, and they cannot uh, get out. And certainly not as this is going to be used. The term is going to be used loosely. Certainly not as easy. Yeah. As as you did. And I mean, it's really blowing. Like Nashville is really getting infected with heroin again. Because it's they, cheap. Yeah. It's, it's back to being. You know, it used to be that heroin was expensive and cocaine was cheap, and then it was the other way around. And and that, I mean, dude, I'm like, I've never done it. I don't have any desire to ever do it. Right. But you start reading about things, especially with cocaine when they start cutting with fentanyl. Yeah. And like yeah. you can die instantly. And it's yeah. like, why would it's, you want to risk? I mean, okay, I get it. You want to overshadow your pain for a while. Yeah. You but you are a, literally rolling the dice. You got a 50-50 chance you every may time die. you do fentanyl. Nasty stuff. Yeah. I mean, I know fentanyl uh, is what killed, is, is mostly of what killed Paul Gray from Slipknot. You know, it was like one last hurrah. What really sent me towards God was came to Tennessee after the shooting and, you know, seeing all that. And they yeah. Got, I come back down and was trying to get my band's going again. Right. And we had a New Year's Eve party. And on the New Year's Eve party, we were doing black tar heroin and cocaine. They and were all or you were as well? I was too. Okay. And I'd done, been, I'd, I'd done been sober for like eight months. So I come down and I start doing everything like I never Like left. you didn't even think about it. You just yeah, did Yeah, like the tolerance is still there. So... I began, I, I started overdose and I went to the bathroom and I'm like throwing up and I'm, I'm, I'm in there and I'm on the floor and I was like, God, if you'll get me up from here, I'll go home and me and my wife will, we will go to my dad's church, serve you. And I sobered up like I had never took anything. It was like, boom. Wow. Got up, went home. That's amazing.
It is Rock Around the Region on Z97.5, the grave denial with the breath of death. I am Samantha Knight, hanging out with drummer Jacob Hanna and vocalist Stephen Rester, which, uh, Stephen, man, the stuff that you've gone through, you were just telling the story, uh, you know, of a, of a daughter passing away at an early age, your son almost dying, you almost dying, and several rounds with a very severe drug and alcohol addiction, and what actually pulled you out was God. Absolutely yeah. an amazing story um, for you to to survive all that you did and, and survive that kind of, of time in a, in a rabbit hole. It's like crazy. Yeah. So, so how did you then come to meet up with Jacob and Ryan? I had been uh, actually pastoring a church in Mobile and I felt like it was time to, to move on. And I had put in for a job because I was working at Steel Mill full time and pastoring mm-hmm. church. And uh, so I put in for a job at Axo Nobel because I was a crane operator. So I was trying something different and come up here. I got the job and I resigned the church and and left, you know, left the steel mill, came up here. And I was at lunch one day and was looking on Craigslist because I wanted to play music again. And it was in search of a search of a lead singer for a Christian rock band. And that's how that's how I got up with them. That's fantastic. Again, like I I said, I'm always happy to hear good things come out of Craigslist because there's always such terrible horror stories. (laughs) I was scared they was going to kill me, but uh, (laughs) they wound up not. I mean, I mean, for you, it'd be like, look, after everything I survived, I could do I could I could do this. I can do this. Craigslist. Don't kill me. They got they got it all out on me first. (laughs) So how long then, and I guess tell me a little bit about why the name changed. Like, so the three of you were together. We've got Evercross. It's been going for a little while. Why the name changed to The Grave Denial? A lot of it had to do with we were still trying to find our sound, Mm -hmm. what makes us us when we were still Evercross. And we were just sitting down and thinking and talking about it, and we're like, we're wanting to find a new saying, a new sound, a new change for us. So we just sat down, we started coming up with new name ideas, and everything we thought that might sound cool, we wrote it all down, and the ones, we took about six of them, I think, and we put them up on a uh, poll on Facebook, and we actually let our fans choose, what would you guys want our name to be? Should we change it? And the top vote was the grave denial. What I find interesting is because, obviously, I mean, I I did not have any history of you guys until, uh, you know, I got emailed, but first guess... First glance, when I see the grave denial, I would not again guess a Christian rock band. Yeah, but as you talk, it suddenly makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> wanna, you know. Yeah. yeah, we wanted to be you know hidden in plain sight. As you, mm-hmm. as that's Jacob yeah, said, and that's a good way to good way yeah. to explain it because I see a name like the grave denial, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be like uber heavy, and it was. And then I started looking on your Facebook page. And I'm like, wait, what? Oh, that's awesome. You know, like, it's a, a nice little surprise. I kind of like that. Um, so tell me a little bit about um, the record that you have recorded. Fake? Is that the name of it? Uh, yeah. The the EP uh, is self-titled, The Grave Denial. Okay. And then the, the single is Fake. I don't know why I thought I saw fake as the album title. Apparently, I can't read today, but that's okay. Yeah, um, I mean, it's. I mean, you could call it that, too. <laughs> whatever, just call yeah. it if you want. Let's talk about these songs a little bit. And um, obviously, every musician, every artist has got their method to writing and creating. And, I'm, you know, uh, a lot of it is, is going through what you've gone through and getting it down on paper. And, of course, it's very cathartic yeah. for you. Right. Your words then come along and become very cathartic for someone else. Or some people just go, I really like that groove. I don't care what they're saying. Yeah. Um, and, and that's okay, too. So I want to talk a little bit about the songs on here and I guess um, the meanings behind them. So let's start with Fake since that's the single. 
fake was um, we were in the process of writing and and producing. I mean, we was working on the other three songs in the in the studio, and um, I had been on Facebook and and <laughs> everything, and I was like, I was like, man, I know these people. All right, I know where they, you know, I know where they live. I know, I know what they do. I know, and it's like a facade is put on there. Yeah, like you, you're telling a story. Nobody's being real. Nobody knows what these people are, or, right. or how these people are, or you know, the cyber bullies, or the or keyboard just, warriors. Yeah, it's just uh, your filters, your pictures, your yeah. comments, your posts. You're like, you know, keyboard warriors. Like you said, it, that was it. Was just all about them. Yeah, people that sit there and just wait on someone to put an opinion out there and then they just jump all over you like i'm like you have nothing better else you should to do. see my facebook page today are you kidding me <laughs> we uh there's a uh, a statistic and it said that a lot of the suicides are happening around march april may and june yeah and it's it's because people are going on facebook or instagram and the, and people are posting all their vacations and they're, they they might not even be going on vacation right then they might it might be old pictures you know that right. they just kind of make it look like they're still on vacation right. you know like old pictures and stuff just to keep that look you know bands do it too oh, yeah. you know mm-hmm. you know you can be you can be posting stuff and be living in your car Right. I mean, it's just how it is. People are uh, committing suicide because they think that their life isn't as good as everybody else. Right. You know, because they stay on it constant. And it's happened to me. I'm like, oh, yeah. man, wish I could do all this stuff that they're, you know, these people are doing. Yeah. yeah. You stay on it long enough. You're like, man, I don't have enough money for that. I don't have enough. Everybody's getting new stuff. Every, mm-hmm. and, it, and people that are, you know, depressed and stuff, they're like, you know, my life sucks. It's a little yeah. salt in the wounds. Yeah. And, yeah. I'm, and we're just trying to tell them, hey, man, what people put on there is not how their life is because i know of married couples who hate each other but you would if you just looked at their facebook oh, yeah. page you would think they're the, it's the best in the world i know mm-hmm. i know people that that get on there and everything is sunshine and roses and they're happy all the time and smiling and everything is wonderful and everybody that they work with thinks they're great because they see that side of the person and then there's this group of people back here that know how you really are and who you really are yeah, and how exactly. you've been your whole life they, so they yeah. see that you're you can put up that image but behind that you could be just barely hanging on by exactly. a thread and i think that's um you know from for me I, I with your explanation i can see where um it would be more of like hey you know what this is not necessarily a good thing that we live our lives like this no. and and from what you just said you're putting on that mask you're you're hiding behind and trying to tell the world that you're great Chester bennington chris yeah. cornell perfect examples of that because everybody thought oh these guys have got everything and they're happy. And, yeah. you know, we just saw videos of Chester two days before his death that, you know, he was ooh, jovial and everything. Nobody had any idea. It's like my brother what was, was going like, on. my brother was like, he was looking it up because Chris Cornell was a, like one of my idols. I mean, just growing up, best voice of Seattle. I'll put that on anything. Uh, I, <laughs> best I, I will not argue Seattle. that. I absolutely agree with you. My brother was like, man, he was worth $68 million. Money doesn't mean anything Don't mean if you're miserable. Anything. You get used to it just like you get used to everything else. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, next week on the show, when I bring you the third portion of my conversation with the Grave Denial, we will check out Fake. Music from your backyard, but damn, it's a big yard. It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight on C97.5. Everything that rocks.
Rock around the region on Z97.5. The other L.A. because they come from Louisiana. That is Speak Soft. And it's been a minute since I've had these guys on the show. And I know they've been working on new material and gigging as much as they possibly can. If you check them out on Facebook.com slash The Other L.A., you will see some dates for the 5th of September. They're going to be at the warehouse opening up for Smile Empty Soul. Then they get to go to North Carolina with 10 years. And then later in September, they'll be at the end in Nashville and the Cowan in Nashville opening for Lacey Sturm. That's September 24th, 25th and October 4th back in Clarksville at the warehouse. So make sure you check them out. They're a great band, great bunch of kids, and I really, really enjoy them. I am Samantha Knight, Rock Around the Region, powered by 13 Daggers Tattoo and Body Piercing. Absent from the body, looking forward to getting to sit down and get to know these fellas a little bit. They will be in town September 20th at the warehouse, opening for the one and only Soulfly. Cannot wait. Check them out here, The Wars We Wage. It's on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
everything that rocks.
Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. That is Fever with Smoke Clears. They are going to be at the Clarksville Speedway on September 20th playing the Animal House stage. That is part of the toy run going on this year. Check out more details on the band's Facebook page. It is uh, facebook.com slash fever TN. They also will be my guest in just a couple of weeks right here on the program. Rock Around the Region going to wrap up in just a couple of but both bands I'm bringing you playing a show together in the month of October. I'll tell you who when Rock Around the Region returns on Z97.5. Discover Discover new bands now. Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. Everything that rocks.
Rock around the region on Z97.5 out of Jackson, Tennessee. Five stories and unchained. Been trying to nail those guys down to come in for an interview, but they've been so damn busy, which is not a bad problem to have. I know they're working on new stuff, and they've got some shows, including one coming up on October 18th, which we'll get to in just a second. First and foremost, big thanks to The Grave Denial for being my guest for another week. Part three of that conversation, along with a brand new tune, will come your way next week on the show. As always, you got questions, comments, uh, you know, of a band that I need to be aware if you're in one of those bands that I need to be aware of and you're from the region, let me know. Find me on Facebook or you can drop me an email. It is Samantha at Z975.com. Big thanks to 13 Daggers, Tattoo and Body Piercing, Rockin' Hard on the Boulevard where walk-ins are always welcome for sponsoring Rock Around the Region. Now, back to October 18th. I told you Five Stories has a show on their agenda and they're going to be sharing the stage at the Loud House Coffee Music Venue in Nashville with these guys. Sleep for the weary, their latest Jonestown bop you can find on their EP Theoria. It's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. We'll see you next time.
Broadcasting live from the Chuck and Cloud studio. This is WCCP Hopkinsville, Clarksville, Fort Campbell. Online at Z975.com. Everything that rocks. Z975. A five-star media group station. Welcome to Hard Drive. I'm Lou Brutus, and the new Tool album is out. The day is finally here. Most everyone is happy, but I am filled with fear. I actually think that there's a chance now that the wait is through, Satan himself will show up and claim both me and you. Is the new tool a sign of the apocalypse on the way? Will we soon stand before God explaining ourselves on Judgment Day? So if this evil comes to pass, only time will tell. But one thing we can count on, all of the good bands will be down in hell. Well, except maybe Skillet, who are amongst my guests this week on the world-famous hard drive. I'll also be talking to Five Finger Death Punch, Dirty Honey, St. Asonia, and Ice Nine Kills. They'll definitely be in hell. Plugged in, we'll get with Dinosaur Pileup, and we'll also find out what's in Lou's playlist. We'll begin the musical proceedings, the hard drive double dose of Puddle of Mud. First up, from their Welcome to Galvania album, due September 13th, uh-oh. Puddle of Mud, now playing on the world-famous hard drive. Welcome aboard. Sweet little honey, I must confess. Got myself in a terrible mess. I got a new tattoo. Two black eyes. Miss a one, but you should see the other guy. Girl, I must admit I don't remember much. Someone must have served me a knockout punch. Cops with me up, off of the ground. Now could you come and get me from the lost and found? Uh-oh, I messed it up again. Oh, baby, where do I begin? Pushing my luck Remember that time I said I think you won't date Showed up drunk about three days late I'll do my best Gonna make this right Girl, you gotta know That you're the love of my life So this right here's my apology So while you're on the line Can you come and get me? I don't give a damn what you do. Just get the hell out of my life and we're through. La, oh, I messed it up again. Oh, baby, where do I begin? Uh oh, I messed it up again. I did a real good job. Now it's over. Now it's over. Oh, I messed it up again. Oh, baby, where do I begin? Uh oh, I messed it up again. I did a real good job. Now it's over. Oh, I messed it up again. 
see you later. What's going on, everybody? This is Wes Scantlin from Puddle of Mud on Hard Drive with Lou Brutus. Drive, double dose of Puddle of Mud, Control, and the new Uh-Oh. 
on Lou Brutus. Time now on Hard Drive to get you plugged in with Dinosaur Pileup. Joined by lead singer Matt Bigland and drummer Mike Shields. Guys, your fourth album, Celebrity Mansions, has been out for a couple of months now. What can you tell me about writing this record? Well, I mean, the writing, I guess, actually started when we were touring the States. So after 11.11, our third record, we were touring the States a lot um, for kind of three three years, sort of solidly. And uh, I'm kind of always writing, and a lot of the writing the little ideas and stuff and like seeds of songs actually happens in sound checks like it's good because you're kind of just having f- fun i'm just playing something yeah. i'm like oh that's rad and then often we're like actually that that is really Record good <laughs> so a lot of it happens in sound checks so celebrity uh celebrity mansions was written the same way like a lot of it was done in sound checks or at least the ideas a lot of it we we were uh, living in an rv we were tri- driving in an rv for for all of those tours mm-hmm. so a lot of the writing happened in that rv as well and <clears throat> you know we we just wanted to make a fun record that was a there was a slam in rock record but that was fun and sometimes i mean definitely you know there's not loads of like fun rock music out there where it's like you know where you're not necessarily always wearing black or you're not always necessarily moody or whatever, you're just like kicking it about something else. And I feel like a lot of Celebrity Mansions is kind of on that kind of vibe, like Thrash Metal Cassette is just about touring, you know, and it's about that life and that sort of energy and um, that sort of feeling, I guess, of like of fun, I suppose. And like a lot of the songs, like Stupid Heavy Metal, for instance, you know, is, is the same. Well, the first single off the album, Backfoot, is doing really well. What kind of feedback have you been getting on the record as a whole? People are re- seemingly really connecting with this record, like singing all the words back. Like, Backfoot is definitely loud, which is crazy. Um, all the woos. They love the woos. They love the woos. I love the woos. Yeah. yeah. More woos. Yeah. Next record. Next right? record is just going to be woos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fifth record by Dancer Pilot. Woo. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's been amazing. Like, even the album's not even been out that long and people singing along all the album tracks because we're playing nearly the whole record live at the moment yeah which is so cool for us as well isn't it yeah. 